Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. I'm Rain. And I'm Shine. And this is Weather or Not, where we talk about different kind of weather patterns going on throughout the U.S. right now. We got the clouds in the sky. Sometimes the sun is shining. Sometimes it's not, you know. Sometimes it's raining. But you know, um, we're here to tell you all about these weather phenomenons. <laughs> Didn't we have an episode on that already? <laughs> we did have an episode on that already. Maybe. Full circle. Right? No, we're we're just kidding, you guys. <laughs> I think we're the only thing we're like the only people who find these funny. <laughs> you know what? And that's fine. Because if we find humor in it, I honestly think someone somewhere out there finds it funny too. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, I'm Raven. And I'm Alana. And this is Lumi and Fonts, Fun Facts for Freaks, where we bring you the funniest facts for the freakiest people. Man, are we just are we just changing the new slogan? Like instead of just fun facts for freaks, it's the funniest facts for the freakiest freaks. Like I'm why have I said it every week? Yeah. <laughs> every time you've introed. I'm that's because it, that's because I forget that I said it the last time. <laughs> you know what? One of these days we will remember it and you guys will hear something different. Um, but today's but not until that day. then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to tell you. <laughs> um <laughs> We're continuing our our theme of social living. Do you want to tell them what today's episode is? Absolutely. Today's episode is all about modern day living. Woo! So we're talking like just present situations that are going on. You you sometimes just gotta live in the now to accept what you've got and like yeah, shit, you know. So that's, that's why it. it's called the present because it's a gift. Okay. Uh, thanks for tuning in, you guys. That's all we've got for you. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole episode. She's she's done it. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Every week we have to cancel the episode, like the whole podcast. Like, <laughs> I guess we're I guess we're starting about like a minute thirty. Why in, are you so mad at me? How come I'm not? <laughs> well, while me and Alana continue to have this fight off the air. <laughs> um should i do you want me to start off i could start off yeah why don't you go ahead and tell the people what you've got all right for i don't have okay i have i have things for you guys and it's it's nothing like special special but i think it's relevant um i'm gonna be discussing like social media which i think is a really big part of our present personally <laughs> like we mm-hmm. run a we run a, a a platform i guess on social media like you know it's it's our yeah. lives, and so I'm going to be talking about, like, the psychology behind it, but trust me, it's not going to be as boring as it sounds, I promise, because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people hear psychology, and they immediately, like, tune it out, so. Well, that's yeah. rude. But personally, because psychology. Yeah, I think it's, like, because you got to recognize the way that you think so you can change it, you know, or keep it, you know, things happen. Um, things But. <laughs> Live your but life. What would I be <laughs> if I didn't have puns? So, <laughs> I've got two. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yes. Okay, like, I'm excited. Okay, so, Raven. Raven and listeners. What did the hippocampus say when it retired? Thanks for the memories. Ooh, that's cute. Because the hippocampus carries all the little memories. So, you know. That's cute. Yeah. For the listeners that didn't get it, the hippocampus is the part of the brain that stores the memories. Um, and then I got a second one. Why do I follow breweries on Instagram? Because you like beer. No, for the double tap. That's funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
You don't even use Instagram. I don't know how Instagram works at all. You don't even know what a double tap is. What you do is when you do the liking of something. I know. I know that part. She said I know. <laughs> that part I do know. Excuse you, ma'am. Assuming my Instagram knowledge. <laughs> you literally told me, Raven, I can't. I don't know how the Instagram works. You have to run the Instagram. <laughs> Those are the exact words do you out have, of your Do you have the proof of that conversation? Because if not, then I'm continuing on. <laughs> what kind of life? <laughs> I never said such, such things. Uh, I know exactly how the Instagramming TM works. So there's that. <laughs> In fact, Raven doesn't even run the Instagram. The Instagram is run by me. <laughs> you couldn't even say it. <laughs> I had to like... I had to like gather myself together before I said it. <laughs> like terrible. I couldn't I couldn't do it with a straight face. Um but let's let's jump into this cuz it's quite a bit. Um so I'm going to start off with a quote that was that's pretty like relevant or like related to what I'm going to be talking about. And it says uh it was almost like they were frustrated, like they were longing for something to like in return. Now what do you think this is, Raven? What do you think this is about? people who like things a lot i don't know what what is it about you know you're pretty close so this was said by ramit chawala who is a developer that created a program that would like every single photo on his instagram feed and um this quote is about the messages he got from people and friends who encouraged him to post more and he also discovered that he gained about 30 followers a day he got invited out more and he actually got stopped more in public because people recognized him from the app, which is crazy. So, um, that's insane. Yeah. Like, so he, he, he basically like developed this, this program that would go through his entire feed and like every single thing. So like he didn't have to do it. And like, he noticed a, an, an intense like increase in his like social life. Um, so according to buffer.com, the likes, comments, and, po and posts we share on social media can often seem inconse inconsequential. We'll learn to speak one day. <laughs> one day. One day. They can often seem inconsequential, but they do matter. They tap into some of the very elements that make us human, our addictions, desires, anxiety, and joys. And addictions to social, to social media, see, like I said, we'll learn. Addictions to social media don't just need to be, like, physically visible in order for them to be present. And I think that's kind of there for, like, any kind of addiction, but for social media specifically, because you don't always have to have a phone in your hand to be addicted. That's um, true. There can could be, be a computer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I thought you, you said the C word, and I got really excited because I thought you were going to say chemical, uh, because there can be a chemical addiction that your brain's, like... Oh, ready I wasn't for. with you. I wasn't with you. I'm you sorry. You were not. It's fine because it's computer too. <laughs> um, so dopamine and oxytocin are both known as like feel-good chemicals. And dopamine is a lot more well-known because it's linked to, you know, just general happiness and like the reward center. And then oxytocin um, is known as like the cuddle chemical. Um, and it's the goodwill that comes with oxytocin, which is like lowered stress levels, feelings of love, trust, empathy, generosity, and all of those things come with social media as well. And like, I think you kind of recognize those emotions, like whenever you see a post or something, or you yeah. get a lot of like reciprocation on a on a liking or whatever, you know, just like interactions on social media kind of 
uh, spawn like these emotions. Um, so between dopamine and oxytocin, social networking not only comes with a lot of great feelings, but it also is really hard to stop wanting more of it. So that's why, you know, it can develop into an addiction. Um, and I'm going to, this is like where the psych comes in. <laughs> okay. Uh, because I'm going to get into like why we post, why we share, why we like and comment, stuff like that. So here's why we post. Um, one thing, you want to guess why we post? Like what the reasoning behind it is? I personally just reblog memes and funny stuff. So, <laughs> well, okay. So notice how you started off that conversation or not the conversation, but the explanation with I personally, right? We post because we like to talk about ourselves. <laughs> First of all, I hate you. I love you. <laughs> Second of all, you bamboozled me and I hate you for it. Third of I all, I you still hate you. Man, and I'm going to hate you for the rest of this podcast. No, Aww. no, no, I'm mad. I'm mad. I got bamboozled. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you said I came here mean. to learn. <laughs> you are learning. <laughs> no, I am being ridiculed. No, you're not. I was just, I was just making a point because, like, you, you played right into my trap card. Um, you played right <laughs> into my trap card. Ridicule, ladies and gentlemen. No. All right. <laughs> well, minus Raven apparently, because she gets all upsetty spaghetti. Uh, oh, people... I'm upsetty spaghetti. Yeah, you are. You're yelling. <laughs> okay, but I always yell. <laughs> you do. It's a thing on this podcast that we both yell and it's, it's okay. Sometimes you gotta be loud to get those emotions out. Yes. Um, yes. But like as people, we just like to talk about ourselves like a lot. Um, according to the same source, as I mentioned before, uh, we do spend like on average about 30 to 40% of conversations like that we share with one another. We make it about ourselves. <laughs> like how dare you? But, I can't believe you trapped me. This is going to be a whole thing now. <laughs> You and me are going to fight. <laughs> but online, that number, do you want to guess what number it increases to? 68. 80%. Ooh. Yeah. So we post because we like expressing ourselves and finding people who enjoy the same things that we do because, you know, things in general are so important to us and they're giant parts of who we are and how we identify. So, you know, we like to get that out there. What if some of us post because we don't actually like talking to people? <laughs> I don't have anything on that. And I don't have anything on the psych of avoiding people online. <laughs> of avoiding people It's online. all about why we, why we prefer to stay connected through social media rather than in person. So that's all I've got for you. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing on the question you just asked me. <laughs> I mean, thank you for your <laughs> Um, And then, so let's get into why we share. Uh, and this is pretty much similar to like why we post, but the big point is that we try to increase the strength of our relationships and try to stay connected. And like whenever you tag your friends into things, you're like, oh man, I really hope they see it because like you think that they would enjoy it because you enjoyed it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I know I feel that way whenever I tag you and stuff. I'm like, oh, she's going to find this really funny because I found it funny. And then if you don't find it funny, I'm like, oh, I failed. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we can't be friends anymore because I've ruined it. Like that, like that one time where I 
reblogged something and you were like, why didn't you see it? I'm like, I did. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Oh, I see you're online. Like, did you see the thing I tagged you? And you were like, yeah, I did. And I, I responded and I was like, Oh, like three hours ago. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and like, I, my mood immediately got boosted. So, you know, it's, it's like a legitimate thing. Like listeners take time to reflect on like how you feel about social media and how much it affects your life. And like, not even in a negative Seriously. way, but like, no, it doesn't all, it's not always negative. No, but like, do, do take a moment and see how it's affecting you because a lot of your mood can be related to your activity on social media. And maybe if you haven't, maybe it's time to take a break from social media. Yeah, sometimes a good little social media purge can be really good for you. Like, and then, and then you can see like, like if you're having a hard time seeing how social media is affecting you go without it for like a day oh, or Oh yeah. Two. And you'll definitely see a difference. And then you'll start, and then you'll start to see it. Yeah. Um, so we like and comment, I'm going to, I'm going to get into this too, because this one is pretty interesting too. So the like button on Facebook has been used at least 1.13 trillion times since its release. And most of this has been to maintain like relationships, to add value to them and to encourage the reciprocacy effect effect, which is, um, Basically, when we like somebody's things, we expect them to like one of ours. So like Ramit said in the beginning, people were encouraging him to post so that they could return the likes that he was giving them. And like they just felt uncomfortable because they didn't have anything to show that they also appreciated what he was doing, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And it's wild. Yeah, no, it's just like crazy to me. That's why this is so interesting because I'm like, Oh, shoot. Like I said with the whole, oh, did you see my post? I did that for you. So then that way I could get the pleasure out of like knowing that you enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and then comments. Wow. Comments usually like help us decide whether or not we agree with something since it creates a sense of like shared reality because we're both experiencing the same thing. And if we have the same opinion Mm -hmm. on it, that's going to make me more inclined to like you. Um, However, they are not crucial to keeping up relationships with other people. Because if you think about it, how often do you truly comment on things? Sit there, write up a post, and then respond to something that you've seen. Like, if anything, if you're on Twitter or something, you look through the replies. Or if you're on YouTube, you, you skim the comments and, like, mentally respond to it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rather than sit there and go, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, in your head, you go, oh, yeah, you're right. I think it also relates to how close you are to the person. That's true as well. And that's why, that's why it says commenting isn't really a necessity for keeping mm-hmm. up those relationships because – if you are good enough friends, you're going to comment anyways because you guys have the same opinions on stuff, you know? If you didn't, you wouldn't be friends. So, I don't know. Yeah, I absolutely agree. So, speaking of earlier when we were like, hey, if you think it's affecting you in a negative way, maybe take a break. Like, you never really know when it's affecting you negatively because you can't really pick up on the signs of, like, social media being negative because, you know, Yeah, exactly. Um, so... I am here to list a couple for both sides, both being positive and negative, like the benefits and disadvantages of social media. Yeah. So regarding mental health, um, it kind of like for the positives, it definitely provides a sense of belonging um, because you're so connected to everything all the time. And it makes it easy to find role models to look up to. And um, it increases trust and bonding while 
also decreasing loneliness because like I said, you're always so connected mm-hmm. and it makes us happy while spreading that happiness to others whenever you share something that you both enjoy. But however, it can increase uh, like feelings of inadequacy um, and increase the chances of becoming addicted. And those mixed together can lead to anxiety and depression, which is not what you want, <laughs> especially from a couple of apps, you know? Mm-hmm. It also has its positives with physical health um, by having like apps that help me help people maintain a schedule and like proper health care and just like get them on the right track. Like it influences that that positivity. But um, and then also for relationships, it creates like a sense of closeness and decreases isolation and uh, helps connect people. And then the downside to that is that it affects, you know, sleep. When it comes to like physical health, it affects sleep, encourages inactivity, um, obesity, and also eating disorders in relation to physical health. And then for relationships, it decreases empathy because, you know, when you're so it's like overexposure, I guess. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you don't really know what to do because your partner's in the situation and you're like, oh, well, you know, get out of it. <laughs> um, and then it it can also increase jealousy. And it poses as a distraction between two people. And um, it takes away things for for couples to talk about because you guys always see the same things. And, you know, because you guys share the same opinion, you already kind of know what they're going to say. So, but yeah, those are some of the positives and negatives of social media and just like the social psych of social media in general. So, yeah, that's really interesting, especially the the parts about um like the physical and mental effects because you never really think about you kind of only think about one side and not the other you know but it's also it's good to think about both sides yeah no it it is because then like like i said you don't really know when something's wrong like when it comes to you until you like look into it and then like you have those on hand like the the symptoms or whatever and so, you know, it's good to know what the positives and what the negatives are so then you know how to kind of dance around them, you know? Exactly. Yeah, no, it's always it's always good to know what you're dealing with so that you can better deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, that's all I've got. <laughs> really cool. Um, thanks for sharing that little bit tidbit about social media with me. I'm, I, uh, I learned a lot course that's what I'm that's what this podcast is here for for you and the listeners to learn about everything all the time so everything all the time hey you guys welcome to the first segment of this episode where once I didn't mess up the intro um we're were you about to say weak because that's what I thought you were gonna say <laughs> you're so mean um I I am doing this week three minutes something. And I think it's been a while since we've last done this one. We have. Our last three minutes something um, had to do with the seizures, Ooh. right? I don't – yes, the seizures. Yes. Mm-hmm. The seizures. And you know what? I decided to keep up the medical theme because, you know, sometimes you got to get that quick info for your injuries. That sounded better in my head, but we're rolling with it. <laughs> Uh, I believe Raven's got the stopwatch ready. Got the timer. 
three minutes or less. You better uh, go. Okay. Okay. Give me, give me three seconds. One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on. One. No, don't, don't start it quite yet. Okay. Now start it. Did you start? One, two, three. All right. Go. So this week we're talking about ice versus heat and what could be better. So as you know, like ice and heat, a lot of people think that they're interchangeable as ways to like neutralize the pain, but they're not because they're, they're two different things mm. and they have different solutions. For example, like worn away cartilage in your joints, like your fingers, your knees, your shoulders, your, your elbows, whatever. And you go, and you got arthritis or something, you might want to use heat because most heat or moist heat eases chronically stiff joints and relaxes tight muscles. Then say, for example, you've got like some chronic, like, inflammatory arthritis within like your toes your like instep your ankles like you're mm -hmm. real quick why don't you explain to people what chronic means and go away it's been there for like too long <laughs> and usually chronic doesn't mean a couple days it means like it's like dull and there for like months um and you want to use ice for that because it can calm flare-ups and numbs the pain and these are called grout or gout flare-ups sorry if you've got a headache or like pains from nerves and blood vessels within like your neck or your head, you want to use ice for throbbing head pains and then moist heat for the painful neck spasms. So you want to like alternate because sometimes both can be good. Then say for example, you got some strains, like some pulled, muscle, pulled muscles or like injury within like your thigh, your backs, your calves. Then you want to use some ice to once again, ease that inflammation you know, numb the pain, but then you can also use heat uh, to ease the stiffness after the inflammation resolves. Say, for example, not you don't have a strain, you got a sprain, two different things. Sprains are basically when you stretch Ooh. or tear the ligaments in your joints. Ice can ease that inflammation once again, and the heat also relieves stiffness. Then you got some tendonitis, which is like acute irritation after activity in the tendons, uh, which is like your shoulders, your elbows, your, all your joints. Um, ice can ease that inflammation and once again, numb the pain. And if you've got tendinosis, there you go, tendinosis, uh, that's like chronic irritation and stiffness within the tendons attached to your joints, heat will relieve that stiffness after the inflammation resolves. So there you go. And I've got some quick little tidbits, but that's just the gist of what you got to know. And that's been the, that's been the main three minutes. <laughs> well, um, I just want to add really quick, like why you would use ice for six weeks or less uh like old injuries um is because ice constricts the blood vessels which numbs the pain and relieves inflammation and can limit the bruising and then if you want to use heat for arthritis and injuries like for um injuries that are more than six weeks old it's because heat can increase blood flow which relaxes the muscles and relieves aching joints so there you go but hey for those of you listeners that like to use these methods to heal all things, be careful using heat on the acute injuries because it can increase inflammation and delay the healing. Wow. Yeah, and that's been fantastic. My, that's Thank been you my so much for something. Thank you so much for telling us all about that because I definitely was one of those people who thought that ice and heat was interchangeable yeah no they are not interchangeable you got to be careful what you use so but of course that's what we're here for we got the fun facts for the freaks and sometimes the freaks got pain and you got to know what's best to use so there you go 
Yeah. No, it's always good to know what actually is helpful, yeah. you know? So it's interesting that you would choose a, a psychological side to for your um, section because I also chose something psychological, psychological in nature. Oh, really? Yes, I did. So I'm going to be talking about um, mental health today in 2019. Whoa, okay. This I'm excited because I'm a sucker for like like I said earlier, like I'm a sucker for any kind of psychology. So I'm ready. I'm ready to listen to all of this. Okay. <laughs> so today, today. This week. Today. Today. No, just today. Just today. <laughs> this week I'm gonna be talking about the five most common mental health disorders. So there's depression, anxiety, eating disorders, substance abuse, and ADD and ADHD. So despite the stigma surrounding mental health, one in five adults experience mental illness in the United States. That's 43.8 million people in any given year. So one in 25 adults, 10 million people in any given year, experience mental illness that actually affects them on a daily basis and has a substantially limiting um, impact. However, all of these are treatable with a combination of education, therapy, and medicine. These disorders have been around for a very long time and have been studied in great detail, which is why we know so much about them today. So the first one we're going to be talking about is depression. So the American Psychiatric Association defines depression or major depressive disorder as a medical illness that can cause a person to feel sad and can hinder a person's motivation to participate in a variety of activities. So basically, that's like a lot of feelings of... Um, sadness or feeling down or not wanting to do things that you used to always really want to do. Um, right. Not like if you always go out with your friends and you suddenly just don't want to, um, things like that. Uh, sometimes it can be because of like some kind of trauma or because of an event that happened in your life or it could be because of brain chemistry as well. Like. Um, I know a lot of you mentioned earlier dopamine and oxytocin. I was going to say mm -hmm. oxycotton, and then I was like, that's a drug. <laughs> yeah, that's the drug, and then oxytocin is the chemical. Right. Got it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if your brain has doesn't have enough or has too much dopamine and oxytocin, it could create an imbalance, and you could be feeling these things because of that. So the next one I'm going to be talking about is anxiety. And the National Institute of Mental Health describes anxiety as worry or fears that do not go away and begin to interfere with daily activities such as work. So this isn't like your normal, oh my gosh, I have a test coming up and I didn't study for it kind of panic, you know? This is more right. like you're feeling like someone's following you and no one's following you. There's also like different types of exactly. anxiety. Like yeah, it's, it's a the whole world. Yeah, like I know the big one is like generalized um, anxiety. Mm -hmm. and basically, that's like you'll be lying in bed. Uh, this is the example my psych teacher gave me. So shout out to her. Uh, but <laughs> like you're lying in bed and then like you see you see something relating to something happening on the other side of the world. And then you start worrying about that. And yeah. Then you start worrying about something relating to that. So and it's relating to that. And sometimes it's just it a comes rabbit hole. out of nowhere. 
Like Mm -hmm. you can control it. You can't rationalize it away. It's not something that's logical either sometimes. Yeah. Um, So it's just this constant worry and it can be minimal worry or like minimal everyday day, or it can be like really, really, really intense worrying that keeps you locked inside your house. Yes. And that is not, not good. Not good at all. So um, the third one that I'm talking about is eating disorders. So eating disorders involve extreme emotions, behaviors, and attitudes surrounding food, weight, and body image issues. Examples include anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating. And anorexia is um, like lower intake, like you're restricting your intake, um, like in your calories, and you start to like lose muscle mass and all kinds of things, negative things happen to your body. But it's more of like a brain disorder as well because well, it's obviously it's a brain disorder, but it's like it's not just a physical a physical aspect of it. There's also like the mental aspect of the person might not see how they actually look. Right. So um and that's also common with a lot of eating disorders that the outward appearance doesn't match what they're seeing in the mirror, which is creating all these issues and emotions that surround food and um, their body and such. So um, that's anorexia. Bulimia is is when a person might eat a lot and then throw it up afterwards, or they might like refuse to eat or hide food or other things like that, which is also common with eating disorders. And then binge eating is not eating and then eating a lot of food. Um, So all of those are common in both men and women of all ages. The next one that I'm going to be talking about is substance abuse. And substance abuse or addiction is best described as people engaging in pleasurable activities to the point where the substance or activity has a negative impact on personal relationships and work activities. So this isn't like going and hanging out with your friends every now and then or having a drink every now and then this is like you're constantly thinking about doing this action or this activity like there's no stopping it like you're always thinking about it you're always trying to engage it you're always trying to get to that activity and it's it grows to the point of you can't engage in relationships properly because you're too focused on that one thing instead Attention deficit disorder is the last one that I'm going to be talking about. ADD or ADHD, which is attention deficit disorder is ADD. And attention, it's attention deficit and hyperactive disorder, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. And both are considered to be neurobehavioral disorders because they, it's, it's how the brain, it's like an altered state of your brain affecting your physical actions. So a lot of them are considered, they are considered to be neurobehavioral disorders and they can begin in childhood, but it doesn't only affect children. So it could begin in childhood or it could begin later in life. But once you have it, it's kind of like a lifelong battle. ADD symptoms include not being able to focus or pay attention, feeling restless, 
and being easily distracted. ADHD symptoms are very similar to ADD, but with an added inability for the person to control their urge to move around or impulsiveness. So lots of, I guess, there's kind of been like an epidemic, I kind of want to say, of ADD diagnoses, diagnosi, right. diagnoses, <laughs> diagnosis. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> I know what you mean. But I've always, I don't really think that it's like an epidemic. I think people are just noticing it more, you know? Like, I think it's always been there. Like, all of these yeah, symptoms have, like... I think that's what it is, too. Yeah, no, they've always been there, except people are noticing what, like, what affects them now, you know? Right. But, like I said before, all of these disorders are treatable, but the path to recovery may not be the same for everyone. So, for all of these disorders, it's best to start with an evaluation from a professional. So, I work at... Um, a psychologist's office where we actually do testing for neuropsychological and psychological testing to see if you do have ADD or ADHD or um, any type of learning disorders as well. Mm -hmm. So it's always best to start with something like that. And it can be expensive, but it just kind of, it's just, you know, how much worth you put into it, you know? Right. Like it's, it's worth the payoff. Yeah. I, that's I believe it is because it's once you know what you're dealing with, it's easier to do things. It's easier right. to get through life and manage yourself when you know exactly what the problem is, you know, rather than just taking guesses and then trying to solve and it trying and not, to like exactly and being like yeah. maybe this will work and maybe this will work. But um, with medication and therapy, or medication or therapy, or a combination of the two, one can start their path to recovery. And recovery can be tailored specifically for you based on your disorder, other mental health issues that you may be dealing with, your environment, your financial situation, and even your family history. It just, it all depends on the professional that you choose to work with, you know, whether you choose right. to go with a psychiatrist or a, psych, um, a psychologist, um, each one is going to be, is going to take your specific needs into account with your recovery process. So I always think that's really cool because none of these are like, they're very generalized definitions because each right. person can have like one, two people can have depression, but their depression be completely different, but it's still the same disorder, you know, and the same yeah. with ADD and ADHD, like two kids could have it, but it could present in two completely different ways. So it's nice that like your recovery fits who you are. So, right. like, it's not, it's not just, um, what is it like linear? Yeah. Like it's it's very, not linear. Like it's absolutely it's very dynamic when it comes to how you would need treatment. Should you have anything, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I hope that helps everyone kind of learn about, because there is a rise of mental health awareness. And I think April was mental health awareness month. I um, believe it's May. I think it's is it May? Month. Yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome. It's, um, it's either this month or last month. It's one of them. It's one of them, yeah. But it, with the rise of mental health awareness, I thought it was some people don't actually know, you know, what these things are. And some people may be familiar with them but not know how to help people with them, you know? So, yeah. it, and, like, the first way to help anyone or to be helped yourself is to get, like, an education about it. Right. 
and that's what we're here for. We're not experts, but we we can do something. We can, <laughs> yeah, we can help you out a little bit. Well, yeah, thank you for for sharing that with um with the class with the class and, <laughs> and telling us about like the. I don't want to say like the mental disorders on the rise, but like the ones that are getting more light shine, shine yeah. shown on them. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, they're a little bit more publicized and like understood better because they're so I common. think that also the more we talk about it, lowers the stigma around it. Yeah. Because I know people suffering from any of these disorders could feel very alone, even though like one in five adults suffer from it. Like a right. lot of people suffer from it, but because of the nature of them, and the stigma, people feel alone and like they can't turn to people about it. And that's just not true. We're here. We're always here. Listen, if you're going through anything, send us a message. Hit us <laughs> up. Yeah, we'll talk to Honestly, you. Honestly, like, we'll do our best. We may run a podcast, but we're also people and we have experiences. And so if you need anything, like, we'll do our best, you know? We don't buy you know how it is. You know what? <laughs> Alana does. Listen, why are you putting my stuff out like that? You know what? Wait. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go to a break real fast so we can discuss this. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys in a couple seconds. How dare she? Hey Alana. What's up? What's up, Raven? Hey Raven, what's up? <laughs> Did you know that one in 10 people lack access to clean water? Really? Yeah. But here's how you can change that. So this segment is going to be Charity of the Week. And we're going to talk about this really awesome charity called Charity Water. And it's all about giving water to clean water, specifically, to people who lack access to it. And uh, a really great awesome thing about this um, charity is that private donors, like 100% of private donors cover their operating costs. So all of your donation will go to bringing clean water to someone in need, which is also, which is kind of rare when you think of charities since they're nonprofits. Sometimes your donations go to, you know, running the charity. Well, because they have private donors, like all of it goes to getting clean mm-hmm. water. So currently they've funded 38,100 projects who provide long lasting water and sanitation services. So 663 million people in the world live without clean water right now. That's twice the population of the United States. And the majority live in isolated rural areas and spend hours every day walking to collect water for their families. Not only does this keep, not only does like walking for water keep children out of school, it also takes up time that parents could be using to earn money. And the water often carries diseases that can make everyone sick. But access to clean water means education, income, and health, especially for women and kids. So clean water pretty much changes everything. So diseases from dirty water kill more people every year than all forms of violence, including war. So 43% of those deaths are children under five years old. 
and access to clean water can basic and basic sanitation can save around 16,000 lives every week. In Africa alone, women spend 40 billion hours a year walking for water. So that's wow. like a bajillion Jeez. hours a year. So access to clean water gives communities more time to grow food, earn an income, and go to school, all of which fight poverty. Clean water helps keep kids in schools, especially girls. So less time collecting water means more time in class, and clean water and proper toilets at school mean teenage girls don't have to stay home for a week out of every month. Clean water also helps women empowerment. Women are responsible for 72% of the water collected in sub-Saharan Africa. When a community gets water, they get their lives back. They start businesses, improve their homes, and take charge of their own futures. So basically, this charity helps with local experts and community members to find the best sustainable solution in each place that they go to work. Whether it's a well, a pipe system, a biosand filter, or a system for harvesting rainwater. And with every water point they fund, the partners coordinate sanitation and hygiene training as well and establish a local water community to help keep water flowing for years to come. So it's not only just giving people water for the day, it's making sure that it's sustainable water and that it continues to work once they're gone, which I think is really awesome because some charities will help you out, you know, but they only help you out for that time period and not what comes after it. That actually sounds like really, really beneficial, like being able to impact people's lives. And it's not just like, um, like an occasional impact. It's like direct, you know? Yeah. It's like a long lasting one. That's what I really liked about right. this charity. And every dollar invested in clean water can yield like four to $12 in economic return, which I thought was amazing. Wow. Like, yeah. So clean water really does like help everything. That's... And it makes like it, it's weird to think about how something that us in like first world countries have so readily that other people don't have that like change that it can like change your life as much as it does right. you know because like we we don't really think about it like that you know yeah i mean even with the flint water crisis yeah wow it's amazing to think what water does where can um where can people donate to do you know Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the website is called charitywater.org, and they can donate right on the website. And there's also a ton of information here about why they chose water as their, um, as their choice of, like, dedication. Um, there's information about their work. This really cool thing called a thirst book. That's um, <laughs> it's, Yeah. It's a book about, you know, clean water and the mission to bring clean water to the world. And it also helps fund their, um, their charity. And it's also on the New York Times bestseller look. So bestseller list. So that's really cool. Wow. Um, but yeah, the website's called 
charitywater.org. That's C-H-A-R-I-T-Y-W-A-T-E-R.org. And you can go there and donate or even help fundraise some things. Start a campaign of your own. Yeah, they sound they sound really amazing. I, I have to go check them out. But, like, I don't know. Like I said, you don't really think about it until, like, it's in your face. So I feel like this mm-hmm. this organization does a really good job of, like, making sure it's personal rather than, like, just a group effort, if that makes sense. Exactly, yeah. Well, good on it's them. It's amazing what a group effort can do. So that's been this week's segment, Charity of the Week. Well, they're amazing. <laughs> and I hope we get even more uh, fantastic charities in the future. So, um, yeah, I think that's the course of action that we're going to take as far as you slandering my name like that. Um, <laughs> oh, we're back. Hey, guys. Welcome I to the next section. Yeah, no, no, scary. no, no, no. We can't continue talking legalities when we're when we're on the air. <laughs> right, right. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> pretend you heard none of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're back with the next section, and I'm running it this time. And do you want to know what I have in store for you and the listeners, Raven? Is it always? Pun? But do you want to know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh, no. okay. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs> I've made that joke yeah, twice over. this episode. It can't get any funnier. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to be talking about the best inventions so far in 2019. Yeah. Oh. And I thought we could play a little game as we're, as we're doing this. But okay. I, I have to start off my puns. Like, I, I have to. Um, so, hey, Raven. What did the first sock say to the second sock in the dryer? No. See you the next time around. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because it cycles. Because it cycles. And then my second one. Keep in mind, these these relate to the the inventions that I have. So I'm giving you guys little hints as we we continue. Um, why doesn't the sun go to college? No, because it has a million degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, mine was peak too. (laughs) (laughs) That one was corny. Um, and I loved it. (laughs) It was that one or, uh, oh man, I forget what the other one was. And it makes me really sad because I really wanted to do it. But the rest of the group that I was with when I pitched this, they were like, oh, do the million degrees ones because it's very funny. I was like, whatever, guys. So whatever, you guys got whatever, stuck with guys. the million degrees and not the extremely funnier one. <laughs> next time. Next, next time, time I do a sun pun. I'll do that one. Um, so the game I thought we could play is it, – well, it's not a game because there's no prize. But just a cool little – Let's no. make a deal. <laughs> oh. Goodbye. <laughs> no deals. Um no, I'm thinking <laughs> deal or no <laughs> deal. Deal or no deal. We're on three different games right now. <laughs> what is deal or no deal? <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. What is? Um, I would- <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking maybe we could do like, 
I, I explain what the product is. Like I read some of them like have their own sales pitches and then other ones I had to write for them because they don't have a sales pitch because reasons. Um, and so I was thinking like after I read their little pitch and then like hopefully explain some uses for it, you would rate it out of 10 on whether or not you would buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh, and like okay. what you would use it for. And the listeners can play along too. Tweet us. Um, oh, I don't think we have a hashtag for this one. Let's do hashtag uh, LAF present. LAF so present. Go ahead and, and like say hashtag LAF present and then do um, give us your little your little score chart of like these different products. And let, let's get started. So the first product I have for you, Raven, is called the Gravity Blanket. And I'm pretty sure you've seen like other versions of this, um, which is which is valid because there are different versions of this. Absolutely. But uh, it's called the Gravity Blanket and it's here to help you combat your anxiety, which is something we mentioned earlier. Um, and it started off as a Kickstarter campaign um, and the company says that the blankets weigh about 7% to 12% of one's body weight. And this is and this is because oh. the blanket is designed to mimic the feeling of giving hugs slash a gentle pressure or like even being held. Um, and this increases serotonin and melatonin levels and decreases cortisol levels, which is like the stress hormone, um, which is which improves your which improves your mood and promotes restful sleep at the same time, uh, all without ever feeling or filling a prescription. It costs about two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> But, but they have a wow. payment plan available for it on their website, and I think it's like sixty per like two months or something. I like glanced at it, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." They have a payment plan. <laughs> so, wild. Um, on a scale from one to ten, what would you what, how, would you use this? Uh, ten, ten. Would I think use. so too. I think having a weighted blanket would definitely help with like any anxiety that I feel. Um, I don't know. If I also love. Yeah, being and hugged. being hugged. Like, come on, that pressure, and it's like not even an uncomfortable pressure. So, a sleep yes, hug. That sounds great. Oh yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> However, would I actually buy it? No, because that is yeah, so <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you you can find a bunch of like um, I don't want to say copycats because that sounds wrong, but like you can find a bunch of like similar products for much cheaper on like Amazon for like sixty dollars for the blanket. But I don't know. I can't vouch for those because I didn't do research on them. So all I've got for you is a gravity blanket. <laughs> so we've got gravity at a ten. Fair enough. So let's see. Let's see if we continue this streak of high numbers. Um, the next one I have is called Link, and it's spelled really cute. It's L Y N Q. Yeah, it took me a moment Ooh. to understand how to pronounce it after reading their product. You were yeah, like, I was Link like, Q? Q. Cool. <laughs> and then I read it and I was like, oh, it's Link cool. I'm an idiot. Listen, <laughs> you'll, like, you'll get why it's Link in like two seconds. So, <laughs> getting separated from friends or a family member at an event or festival can be annoying. Link helps you find your loved ones. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. you stay Link. Um, it helps you. <laughs> You're so funny because you are genuinely I love laughing it. at this. 
You are. Just- I feel like I named this. <laughs> like deep down, I feel like I like sent a pitch to this company. I was like, listen, if you don't call it Link, <laughs> said it helps you find your family. Like it does. <laughs> it keeps you. It, it helps you find your loved ones when you get separated from the group. Like, <laughs> what so more do you sad. want? <laughs> well, I'll tell you because I've got more. So. With a single charge, this battery and link can last for three days, um, and the usual well, and the usual range is about three miles in like a, a radius. So, um, okay, that's not it's bad. weather. It's weather and waterproof, and it can track up to twelve people. So, there you go. Uh, you can create meetup locations for the whole group to locate, and or when the outing is over. So like you can kind you can like be like hey this is where we're meeting up when it's done come meet us up and then you guys meet up and there's a lot of meeting up um, <laughs> and then you can also set up safe zones for like children um, and there's an alert system that vibrates and rings the instant someone leaves the designated safe zone so you know to like go check on them or it'd be like hey what's going on you know so let's link uh, on a scale from one to ten. Would you use this product? Three ten would not use. Wow. Okay. And why is that? What's your reasoning? One, I have a cell phone. That's true. I think their I think their reasoning for this was like, in the case that you don't have your phone, because like um, some of the stuff they pitched on their website was like, if you're going hiking, you don't really have service. Or, like, even camping, um, if you are... Okay, so it's for, like, adventure Yeah, it's not, it's, I don't think it, or, like, even, like, at a... See, I'm not, I'm not the right target. I'm not the target audience. Yeah, it's, like, at an event or festival. I thought of, like, maybe going to, like, Walt Disney World or something, but then I'm, like, "Mm, I'd still have my phone. Yeah. (laughs) But does your phone last three days on one charge? No, but it's Walt Disney World. Like, they don't have a plug. Listen, you never know. Maybe Walt Disney's trying to keep you in the in the world. Okay, well, Walt three Disney's days, <laughs> And you need that link. <laughs> but you gave it a three. You so you can't link, get it. <laughs> but you gave it a three. <laughs> <laughs> You're so I'm mad. mad. No, 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 I'm not mad. Like, personally, I think I would give this one, like, a four or five because, like, I think the concept is super cool because, you know, phones aren't always super reliable. Like, you don't you don't know what's going to happen. And so I don't think, I yeah, don't think using true. this as a daily thing is useful. But, yeah. like, if you're going somewhere, I could see it being. You know what? I also can see it being, like, for big families. Yeah. Like, like it, people it, with four or five kids and you can't keep track right. of everything. Like it's like it tracks up to twelve people. Like maybe, yeah, maybe you've got little ones and big ones, and the big ones are like, I don't want to go on the teacups, mom, and the little ones are like, but the teacups, and then they start screaming, and then they're throwing cookies and goldfish are everywhere, and then the police come and get the whole deal. With this, do you want to talk about it? (laughs) Should we make a separate podcast called uh, Raven's Disney Experience? First of all. Me and my traumatic teacups episode is nothing to laugh about. (laughs) I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you and your teacup experience. I'm not laughing. (laughs) And your tragic teacup experience. (laughs) And your tragic teacup experience. (laughs) 
Um, okay. Well, because you would not use this product, let's go on to the next one. Let's go. So in, I think it's our technology episode, you spoke of hearing aids and uh, yes, I like did. the deaf community as a whole. And I I've, did got, too. I've got a product for them. Ooh. I do. Um, it's called Ergo. And it's that either Ergo. It's really either Ergo or Ergo. But I think it's Ergo because it's the ears. I'm, I want to say it's Ergo. Like Ergo. Mm, but it's know? spelled E A R G O. <laughs> so. Yeah, but that's like the that's the play on the word. We'll talk I'm about gonna this later. I'm going to call it Ergo. <laughs> There's no talking that needs to occur. I'm calling it Erigo. Um <laughs> So, fine, I'm calling it Erigo. <laughs> so, over 5% of the population, like, globally, um, experience hearing health issues, and that's kind of a big number when you consider the fact that we have, like, 7 billion people on this planet, and 5% of that 7 billion experiences hearing problems. So, you know, mm-hmm. Things are important when it comes to the ears. Like, <laughs> um, it's actually ranked as the third largest health issue, right after heart disease and arthritis. Wow. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, Eargo offers two pairs of hearing. <laughs> <laughs> they offer two pairs of hearing aids, and the Eargo Plus uh, and the Eargo Max, and both of them, uh, I believe, the Plus is priced at. On one thousand nine hundred and fifty, and then Ergo Max is priced at two thousand four hundred and fifty, which is about half of what you might pay tra- for traditional hearing aids from like the regular manufacturers. Because, wow, yeah, that's really cool. They they tend to when you have a market in which your stuff is relied on, you you're gonna capitalize on it. You know, well, not you personally, yeah. but like for a lot of in a lot of I, cases yeah, when it comes to like mm-hmm. medical situations like they do tend to do that like diabetic or insulin i was just going to say diabetic medication is if i didn't know what it was but <laughs> as if i didn't but like know insulin what it was. is so pricey even though it's so easy to make and find like it's so pricey because people's lives depend on it you know so, exactly yeah i don't want to get into that though <laughs> because i will go on a whole rant um she said, I don't want to drink that. No, no, yet, no. Though. We'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> we'll we'll drag all of the medical companies. Um, but for now, we're gonna talk about Ergo and their wonderful situations that they got going on. So their goal is to change the way that people think about hearing aids because when you think of hearing aids, you think of like clunky devices and like they're very uncomfortable. And like you said earlier, or not earlier, but like in the second episode, you were talking about like how a lot of the deaf community don't don't take yeah, don't they don't like take hearing aids hearing as a route aids. because they're so uncomfortable and they're too expensive. So, like, Ergo kind of meshes those two together and it's like, hey, we've got a product for you that's not only affordable, but it's actually very comfortable. And they're practically invisible. Um, Ergo, oh. Ergos aren't your ordinary hearing aid. They're small, invisible, rechargeable, and super comfy. It's the hearing aid you have to hear to believe, which I think is a really cute tagline. <laughs> That is a cute slogan. Uh, yes. They have a compatible app, actually that uh, that allows to that allows the users to personalize their Ergo Neo experience through various sound settings. So, like, it's kind of like um an equalizer, 
but for your ears. <laughs> like, oh. You can pick what frequencies like you you hear more often and like what you're comfortable with. And then they also have like a Bluetooth situation going on too. So Wow. That's really cool. Right. So on a scale from one to ten, how do you think you rate these? 10, 10, 10, would, 10 use. would use. I'm down with that because I just think like it's, I feel like it sounds like it's a too good to be true, but then like you read into it and you're like, oh, it is true and it's good. That's all. I love it when things are true I and good. I love it when things promise to do the things that they say that they will do. <laughs> uh, okay. It's my, my, my favorite, favorite time, time is when things go as planned. Uh <laughs> The next thing that I have, um, I guess this isn't necessarily like a product than it is like a just a general invention that probably is going to be better for a society and the world. Okay. Because their uh, solar okay. roadways. Oh, hence the sun pun. Tell me at more. The beginning. Um. So. Okay. Well. <laughs> tell me less. <laughs> So solar roadways is exactly what you're thinking uh, after reading or hearing the name. These are solar panel panels. These are solar panels. <laughs> panels. <laughs> I, I'm multilingual. <laughs> they are solar panels. I'm multilingual. <laughs> <laughs> Which can be used to pave roads, uh, driveways, sidewalks, or any surface meant for walking. Solar wafers. Wafers, wafers, protected under thick layers of shatterproof gorilla glass, can be used to generate electricity from oh. any surface. Um, very right? cool. It gets better. <laughs> yes. So these modules actually come in like a hexagonal panel, which makes replacement super That's easy. Cute. That's oh. cute. Yeah. No, it's like a really cute design, and it is also very like, uh, what's the word? Um like not manageable but like on hand i guess like what's the what's the term for when it's just like there when you need it to be there like convenient there you go convenient Convenient. yeah it's very convenient because like they're easy i feel like you just did a jingle of the word convenient you were like there when you need it to be there (laughs) (laughs) you're so mean to me (laughs) you've been bullying me this whole episode i really have um so these they would make it like super easy to replace uh, if any if any of them were to get damaged, which probably wouldn't happen because it's made of gorilla glass. Um, I know, which would really excited. Additionally, me. Uh, solar roadways panels can be programmed electronically to show specific markings on the road. So, like if you've got the the two yellow lines, like the double barrier, like you could program the the lights to mimic that. Um, very cool right so it's like programmable and then um the panels themselves can generate enough heat to melt the snow should any fall on it and thus ensure easy walking or driving over them during winters and all of this while saving the earth and earth dwellers from succumbing to the damage caused by greenhouse gases because you know tar and all that you know it's not fun (laughs) yeah no that's wonderful 10 10 I already graded it. 10, 10. So on a scale from 1 to 10, how would you rate this product? 10, 10. I already graded it. Let me tell you, their mascot 
is a moose wearing like a flower crown. It's great. Oh yeah, it's great. Gosh. Like <laughs> the whole pro- the whole company is just soft, and I love them. <laughs> like the whole I think they have. Um, I think they have like an Indiegogo or like a GoFundMe. It's one of those. But like I was on their website, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the cutest thing!" Like I love this so much. Um, so yeah, I agree with you with that ten because you know, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like it's time for a change. Sometimes doing things the old way is boring. You gotta get some new roads in there. Absolutely. And I completely agree with I that. I have one last product for you. What do you think okay. it's going to be? Um, something having to do with space. No. Um, it actually deals with washing machines. Okay. <laughs> oh. So, this is called the Dolphy. Uh, oh, <laughs> do you want to do you want to hear about this? Yes, I do. So it's the world's smallest and gentlest washing device, uh, fitting perfectly and comfortably in the palm of your hand. What? Yeah. This powerful little washing machine is the ultimate gadget to stay clean and fresh at home or on the go. Which is just like you've got a portable freaking washing machine. What the heck? Um. I'm yeah. So because it's time for ultrasonic solutions to take over and Dolphy is an example of how technology can transform the way we wash clothes. Uh, they use like, they use carefully, uh, like ultras, like small ultrasonic waves, uh, that have been like modulated. And basically what those waves do is it knocks dirt out of like clothes automatically without, without even requiring to like dedicate any time to washing because it just knocks it out um are you telling me that they took the sims ultrasonic shower from into the future sims 3 (laughs) and put it into real life (laughs) i am losing my mind they're, right um, now. They're like little, their little end note says, just keep the dirty laundry in a bucket filled of water and detergent and let Dolphy clean them for you. So, Dolphy is my, t- my son. <laughs> 10, 10, 10. And, and it's much cheaper than traditional washers. Do you want to guess how much it is? No. 500? It's currently pl- priced at 190. Oh. I'm going to buy one tomorrow. You say you're going to get one tomorrow? <laughs> yes. If, so I can wash my clothes on the go. If you do, um, let me let me steal it. <laughs> let me steal it for like a day. No, it's my Aww. son. <sighs> you didn't even know about him. <laughs> I, well, now I so, do. <laughs> let me see him. <laughs> we need to discuss this custody situation that's going on. Um Oh, we have so many. We do. To <laughs> this is like a very legal episode, while also still being like a like a, a happy, uplifting one. I know, right? It's great. Um, but yeah, We've got both sides of the coin here. People. Listen, you get all sides here. <laughs> you get all sides. I I agree with you. I would buy Dolphy in a heartbeat if I had the money. Um, I I just love him. He's so soft, and like I just think that having something so like once again it's very convenient like and it's inexpensive compared to plus like the other 
tiny things are great. Yeah, like I I don't know, but they ended up raising anything tinier than what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's it. in the palm of your hand, <laughs> like it's a baby. <laughs> um, it's a baby. But, and, like I think it, I think it raised like a bunch of money for itself, like within a couple months of it being on Kickstarter. Which is like just shows that that's what people wanted because like <laughs> it's just such a cool piece of tech like and I'm so glad to be living in an yeah, age where cool. I can have like a portable washing machine in the size of my hand like on me all the time. Honestly, very cool. I I love it. I really do. Well, you gave all of these a ten except for Link, and I understand it. I get you. Sorry, Link. <laughs> Very cool name. Very cool. Get, I just you'll get her. Use it. You'll get her next time. <laughs> next time. Next time. Create something for like her phone, and she'll give you a ten out of ten. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what I've got for you. Is those products? What would you, what would you say is your favorite? Yeah, Salty. I figured you would. That's why I saved him for last. <laughs> He's my son. <laughs> <laughs> I have adopted him into my family. Get seven and just send them to all of your friends. Oh my god, like seven rings. <laughs> seven little dolphies. Buy all of our I listeners a dolphin. <laughs> Look, I'm not Listen. that rich. <laughs> but get me a Kickstarter and then maybe wow. I will. You know what? I'm here for that. If you. <laughs> If you like this, um, we'll consider getting you a dolphin. <laughs> There's no promises you can't hold me to that. <laughs> you have my signature on nothing. <laughs> you can't prove I said this ever. Um, this is a recorded podcast. <laughs> no, they don't. Too. Listeners, right? You don't know. You don't know that this is recorded or anything, right? Right. Cool. Glad we're on the same page. Um, we'll talk to you in a couple seconds. Hey guys, welcome back to the last segment of the episode. See, I didn't mess that one up either. <laughs> um, nice. See, the things is I always do. That's the joke. Uh, <laughs> this week we're talking about, you want, you want to guess, Raven? You want to guess what we're talking about? Um... You're taking too long. We're talking about why America sucks. Why do you do that to me every time? Let me have adequate enough time to no, guess. No, you always take <laughs> so long, and I'm like, bro. I'm sorry. I'm a slow thinker. You know what? But you know, you know all the segments we do. Why do you struggle? <laughs> why are you so mean to me? It's payback for every time you're mean to me. Just remember that. Um, but the listeners don't want to listen to us. What kind of friendship is this? <laughs> listeners don't question it. It's perfectly fine. We have a loving and healthy friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we're going to be talking about <laughs> why America sucks. Oh, I'm so ready. Tell oh me why gosh. America sucks. Okay, so this week. This week. <laughs> yeah, no, this, just this week. It's every other week that it freaking sucks 20 times more. Um but this week, you know how we're going to be talking about college, okay? Raven, I hate college. Yeah, how, how expensive is college nowadays in America? Ooh. <laughs> nowadays. I feel that on a personal level. But also, 
Ooh. <laughs> <But also laughs> like, that's the bill amount. Yeah, it's just, a, <laughs> right it's just a long exhale of just, uh. <laughs> How much does college cost? Uh. Uh. <laughs> you know, my favorite number. I hope my bank account once looks like, uh. <laughs> I would pill if my bank account looked like, uh, (laughs) that's the new number. I'd be, wait, I'd be able to go to college. Oh yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) You have the exact amount to go to college. Um, you have the exact amount. The thing is, is, uh, in America, you need uh, amount of money, but in these countries and specifically in one country, we're going to be talking about, uh, you don't need uh, amount of money. You need like Eh, amount of money what? yeah you need <laughs> amount of money yeah so there are some countries um that offer free tuition to international students and then like obviously like in home not in home but like native students um mm-hmm. in home <laughs> in home students you mean online i'm an in-home american <laughs> just so you know I'm in- um <laughs> So <laughs> among these countries, I'm going to be listing like the top six. So you've got Norway and Norway actually has some pretty cool like medical programs that are like for free for American, like specifically for international students. So like if you're looking to get into med school, check them out. Uh, then you also got Finland and Sweden. Well, mm-hmm. well, doesn't medical, don't medical schools in different countries have different like criteria? Yes. And I'm I don't know the like specifications of all that. But what I do know is that like a lot of their colleges, like their undergrads too, are, are extremely um what's the word? Free. So you know Okay, okay. That that's that's the point. But <laughs> you can't practice medicine in America. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm aware of that comes from a school outside right. of America. No, no, no. I, I know saying? that. No, no, no. I know. But I'm just saying, like, some of the programs that they do have, like, they do have free medical programs. And so, like, if you wanted to stay in, like, Norway or, like, in these other countries, yeah, you could totally. practice medicine there after you get oh, your hell free yeah. degree. So, you know. Oh, heck yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good opportunity all around. Um, but let's see. You got Norway. You got Finland. You got Sweden. Germany. Slovenia wow. and France. Ooh. Yeah. France is free college? Yeah. They got some free tuition. Dude. Can we move to Paris? I yeah, I got you. <laughs> nice. I will learn the language right now. Nice. I'll help you teach I'll I'll help teach it to you. <laughs> I'll help you teach it to you. <laughs> um but, but we're gonna be talking about Germany in specifics just because like I don't know, I feel like it's um I feel like when you think of like free college, like you don't you, like these colleges or not these colleges, these countries don't really come to mind. Like you think of like they really Norway don't. and like stuff like that, just because like they're a little bit more like universal. I guess does it make sense? Germany, I'm not talking bad about you. I promise. <laughs> First of all, we are talking bad about Germany. Germany, so- I'm just playing. <laughs> oh no! All I, of our listeners are gone. <laughs> I was about to say I literally have a friend who is dual citizenship part german like uh, i love germany why would you do that to and him? i love her and her family well nope i'm telling her how what you truly feel um <laughs> send her this podcast see if I'll you send her this episode afterwards. and be like and be like i talked about you <laughs> skip to this time to see how much i hate you um <laughs> But the odysseyonline.com, uh, 
they wrote like a little tidbit about Germany and like the free college tuition. And so basically it mm -hmm. says, if you, if you want to go to college, but don't want to end up paying back your debt for the next few decades, you'll want to go to Germany. The government pays for your education, whether you're a German citizen or a foreigner studying abroad. In addition to having free college tuition, German universities offer more than 900 different English language courses on subjects ranging from engineering to social sciences. American students can complete all of their studies in a high-quality university, visit a beautiful country with stunning sights and culture, and avoid the horrors of college loans. American college tuition rates have gone up 500% since 1985 and are still rising, but Germany has all of your higher education needs covered. And Very cool. Yeah. So there might be a little bit of a catch to this, um, you know, with, with a lot of things that, like, are labeled free. But, like, for the most part, everything there, like – in the countries that I just named, like, their tuition is free. Um, in Germany, I think as of, like, 2016, um, they are – Germany's beginning to realize that, like, there's a lot of, um, like, transfers and trying to get into, like – especially with the foreigners, like, trying to get in. Um, and so some states in Germany are, like, reversing the tuition-free policy, but it's not by much. Um, the estimated tuition-free – or – fee, excuse me, is $3,500, which is still significantly less than, like, schools in the United States and especially, like, Britain and what they charge because, like, college here is usually, like, 20 grand or, or higher. <laughs> so. Now, mm -hmm. if you're talking, here's where the catch might be. They might only be talking about tuition because, you know, when you're looking when you're like paying for colleges mm -hmm. tuition is only a part of the fees that you actually pay right and I think I think but if that's the case then you would only be paying for tuition because your books and stuff would be covered so by the government because they're only talking about reversing the free tuition situation and not the not the books and stuff what so, about living are they gonna cover that um let's see because I'm would be moving to Germany. <laughs> I'm not sure if it covers like dorming, but um, I know. I I don't know if it covers dorming, um, but I still think like even if it doesn't, you'd still be yeah no a really good discount like absolutely. And then and then there's you you got your colleges and like I said it's a, like it's like 16 states or one of Germany's 16 states that's like actually I also didn't know this. that Germany had states. Well, now you do. You learn something thought, new on this podcast. I thought they had like territories or something. Uh like provinces and stuff. Yeah, I thought they like Canada. No, it says the 16 states. So, I don't know. <laughs> um huh. but yeah, the one that's like reversing it is called the uh North North Rhine Westphalia or the NRW. So the NRW. I want to live yeah. in that state. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but like you said, like even if it like it may not cover dorming and stuff, but only paying thirty five hundred is significantly cheaper than paying Oh yeah, no like the twenty and then the twenty is just the tuition. So then you've gotta still incorporate books and dorming and then like if you're not dorming, like how long how what it's gonna cost to commute and stuff like that. So I think you'd be getting a good deal going like foreign and like studying abroad, you know? So, but yeah, that's, um, that's one of the things of why America sucks because if you, the, the, if you look up like how Germany and like how other countries got like universal 
tuition, like free tuition and like universal healthcare, it explains their process and like what they went through to achieve that. And like, if mm-hmm. America just like mimics it a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit, I think we could start taking steps in the right direction. But you know, capitalism and stuff. Do you know the, um, could you look this up real quick? What is the population difference between America and Germany? Um, okay, so I just saw something of, like, there's an influx of people going to Germany, like, one to four million, I think. So let me double check. But not, like, Americans and Germany, like, German population, American population. Okay, let me see. Like, what's the difference? Because I'm thinking maybe that's why America thinks they can't do it. You know? Yeah, and that's a that's a fair point too. But I know a lot of people live in Germany. Um, that's why I was like, I don't think I know how many people live in Germany. I know like America is like a bajillion. <laughs> Another reason why America sucks. <laughs> <We have> to- <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so the United States is about um, so the United States is about okay. So it says. Meanwhile, the population of Germany is 80.6 million people, and it says 200 and 246 million more people live in the United States. But that's mainly because we have a bigger space size. Like, we're about 28 times bigger than yeah. Germany is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like, of course, we're going to fit more people. Kind of, well, yeah. But, I mean, like, there's other big countries that have universal, like, healthcare and then college tuition and stuff and like America is just you know getting more expensive <laughs> you know what you don't hear mm-hmm. higher education in China yeah and that may be because it's like on wraps <laughs> like I want to know what they're doing over there in Asia like in the Asian countries for higher education I'm curious we should we should talk about that not expose them, but you know, expose them. <laughs> expose. See what's going on over there. <laughs> this just in, you know, an expose <laughs> podcast. <laughs> podcast. Forget your fun facts. Nope, we're all about that hot tea and <laughs> that hot tea <laughs> and seeing what we can find out to expose. Your low country. key, low key. We have a couple of segments that are just about hot. You tea. know what? And that's the <laughs> point because if we didn't have those segments, the whole podcast would be hot tea, and we can't have that. That's what. The, that's not what the listeners that's are here true. for. <laughs> Unless you guys are, and if you are, hit us up on Twitter and let us know. Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> hit us up if you're just here for the tea, and we'll we'll think about it. <laughs> we'll, think- <laughs> we'll think about having a tea themed episode. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's really that's sucky. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that's really cool, but it's not cool. I mean, it is cool. Because I live in America. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I get you. Um, but yeah, that's been the tea-themed uh, segment. This is one of our many tea-themed segments. Uh, why America sucks. So do with that knowledge what you will. Move to Germany. Move to France. Move to all those countries I listed and see how it, does, how it goes for you. Or don't. Do what you want. Yeah, we want to hear about it. <laughs> do what you want. So, Alana, I've brought you here today to be talking. To, to be, be talking. talking? I've 
brought you here today to talk about <laughs> major scientific breakthroughs in 2019. Yeah, that's okay. So, so here's, here's what I am. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready to hear what I am? Excited. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm thrilled. Please, please enlighten me on all of these major scientific breakthroughs. Okay. Here we are. Well, okay. So the website, the website, the article that I chose to work Mm -hmm. off around to work off around. You know, we're having a good English night, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary pals. So, you know, it, bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> we we struggle. This is this is real in-depth Raven and Alana. <laughs> this is um, this is the psychology of Raven and Alana's Lumian fonts. Right? Lumian fonts, right there. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Oh my gosh. Um, the website had 15 major breakthroughs, but I, um, I did my favorites, which admittedly is like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, mm-hmm. eight. <laughs> but the first one we're going to talk about is DNA storage. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So basically following mother nature's lead, they figured out how to use synthetic DNA to store massive amounts of data. So just like the DNA in human bodies contains vast loads of information for your body, you know, and like cell information and all of that, researchers found that a few grams of DNA can store an exabyte of data. That's one quintillion bytes for those who are counting. Basically, it can hold it it safely for thousands of years. Wow. So I know, yeah, it's pretty cool. The process has remained pretty slow and very pricey since it requires converting zeros and ones into DNA molecules, but scientists are making headway and later this year should be set to launch um, a prototype machine from Cambridge Consultants. Wow. Well, I I can't wait to keep up with that to see where that goes. Yeah, no, I'm pretty excited because, you know, the more we can store, like, the better it's going to make our technology. Right. So... That's the first thing I want to talk about. The second thing is immunotherapy advances for treating cancer. Okay. So immunotherapy is therapy that's based on um, using the body's own immune system to fight cancer, which I think is really cool. Like basically what it's doing is it's reversing the cancer process because mm-hmm. like <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So while it's unlikely for the cure of cancer will come around in 2019, we have seen a lot of developments in immunotherapy. Scientists are creating life-changing new cancer treatments through the concepts of joint therapy and engineered T-cells. With the near-daily discovery of new immunotherapeutic targets and biomarkers, it is the hope that effective therapies will soon exist for all tumor profiles, which is really cool because there are some cancers that are like, untreatable right now so hopefully using this system they can get something they can get like um treatments for each type of cancer so the next scientific breakthrough that i'm going to be talking about is robot surgeons (laughs) it's the like surgery on a grape thing (laughs) there was like this big meme what and it it was it was an old video too 
it was an old video to show like how precise like this robot could cut through a grape skin like and just remove the skin from the like the grape and um there was a big meme i don't remember if it was like in january or whatever but like well it does have to do with that so probably i guess that's funny maybe i don't know but the whole meme was like oh the surgery on a grape thing because it was like some robots cutting open a grape (laughs) (laughs) well so the idea of machines conducting surgery is kind of icky when you think about it like if you think too closely about it but robots have been conducting surgery on people for years now from spine to endovascular procedures machines have reduced the room for error oh lord Machines have reduced the room for error in operations and are poised to get even more sophisticated in the year ahead. As those from the Cleveland Clinic put it, continued advancement in the field has led to more precise investigative surgeries with improved surgical outcomes. And they expect more um, medical advancements to be coming um, the rest of the year. Wow. See, yeah, I'm, it's I'm really so cool. excited. I'm so excited for like, just life to continue because the more it continues the more things we find out and it gets greater mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh, so um yeah no it's really exciting stuff right so you know how everyone freaked out when 3d printing mm-hmm. became a thing get ready to freak out again because 3d metal printing is becoming that sounds a thing. fake <laughs> It's not. 3D printing continues to hold great promise for a wide range of industries, but due to cost and its still limited functionality, it remains greater in theory than an actual practice. Because, you know, a lot of people don't actually have one, but, like, wish mm-hmm. they had one because they're, like, artists or models. Um, like, they, um, they use it to make models, excuse me. And, like, you know, all kinds of things. Like, car industries like you can use it for literally anything because you can make literally anything but they're like i believe it's like a rubber or plastic or something or like a polymer yeah it's like a polymer plastic like material yeah but and it's likely um hp has its jet fusion model which is um hopefully coming I believe the model is already out, but they're hopefully, they're trying to get it into more um, mainstream, you know, like, um, they're trying to produce more Mm -hmm. right now. So it's the Jet Fusion 300 and 500 series, and the 300, it does it inside of, like, a little chamber, and then the 500, you can actually see it being printed. It has, like, a viewing screen, you know? Yeah. So... The 500 model right now doesn't have color, but the 300 model does. And that's literally amazing. Like, that this is actually a prototype and in production to do a 3D metal printer. I I can't wait to see what people do with that. Because, like, even with the polymer, like, plastic ones, like, there's so many creations that have been made. Like, so many, like, I remember seeing stories of people who needed like prosthetic limbs getting them from 3d printers exactly yeah they're like getting so many applications to this so yeah absolutely so um the next thing i want to talk about is flying cars this one so 3d metal printing sounded fake but flying cars definitely sounds fake (laughs) 
so there is a car right now um it's called the liberty it's from a dutch company called palvi which uses dual propulsion drivetrain, allowing it to both drive and fly as high as 11,480 feet in the air. It basically, like, I looked it up because I didn't believe it, but it basically looks like a car with a helicopter on top. What? Like, not the full helicopter, just, like, the rotary thing, you know? What I think it's called a rotary. I have no idea. (laughs) It's wild, but it's literally, like, the size of a small car. So right now, in the United States, um, it's on pre-order right now. The Pal V Liberty Pioneer Edition, which has all these, like, extra features mm-hmm. and stuff, is $599,000. Jeez. And the Pal V Liberty Sport Edition, which doesn't have any features, <laughs> is $399,000. For a flying car. So this isn't like flying cars of the future, you know, like that zoom around like spaceships. But this is like really close. This is a big step in like towards that. Goodness. I'm, like I said, I'm excited. <laughs> like I don't know how many times I have to say it. So you're really going to like this one. Brain mapping. So this the European Human Brain Project has recently been giving an infusion of billions of dollars to get a fuller picture of the brain and its billions of individual neurons. So hopefully, we're going to be seeing something soon that's kind of like Google Earth, but for the human brain, allowing us to zoom in on specific areas and get a better, fuller context of wow. how See, that works. one's just mind-blowing. No pun intended. Nah, <laughs> pun intended. Absolute. Always pun intended, dude. <laughs> Always, Always pun, pun intended. intended. So the last one that I have for you is called AI Enhanced CCTV. So CCTV, if you didn't know, it's called Closed Circuit Television. And it has for years been key to catching criminals and spotting missing persons. And also really great for watching silly YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like all those videos of people walking into things, CCTV. <laughs> I love that you have to so, specify which ones. <laughs> yeah, no, because, you know, in, in case you didn't know, like all those crazy traffic videos, CCTV. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But adding AI-enhanced surveillance would add this really cool layer where you could filter more data. There's facial recognition technology. And mixing it with camera technology, and it allows for speedier identification and location of individuals. So, basically, um, they predict by about 2023, with this, with this technology added to CCTV, that there will be an 80% reduction in missing people thanks to these developments. Wow. Which is fantastic so what i'm hearing is um like minority report without all the bad <laughs> pretty much yeah or um so or where's the yeah no like, the guardians of the galaxy movie but without the bad <laughs> at the very beginning oh i was like the guardians of the galaxy movie how does that have to like, do with this at all the very beginning starts <laughs> off with like them but like having the camera like scanning people's faces, I think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember. <laughs> I could be just talking random, but. But Hitachi and NVIDIA are among the companies developing AI surveillance right now. And um, it could take off um, this year. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. So those are some of the really cool scientific adventures that are happening right here, right now. I'm, dare I say, excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's really cool that we have all of these, like, (laughs) these concepts are just so cool to me, you know? I know, it's because you're a nerd. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for that, and thank you for uh, for sharing that with our listeners. Yeah, no, of course. But I'm kind of I'm kind of getting a little bit sappy hours right now. Do you want to know why? Because it's the end of the episode. Yeah. Well, um, we're not. I'm I'm hoping we're not going to make this as sad as we did last week because last week was heartbreaking. Uh, <laughs> last week was sad. Last week I cried. Um. I did not cry. Yeah, you don't have me on record saying that. <laughs> You've said that three times. They don't. <laughs> I want to see them challenge me. <laughs> have you been watching law TV? Like what in the world? I've been paying yeah. extra attention in government. <laughs> <laughs> I know my rights. Fair um, <laughs> I know my rights. Uh, well, listen, it's been a fantastic episode filled with pretty much nothing but good, like, and just information. Yeah, no, we've got some really cool, great things Right, coming. uh, and, man, in the future, we'll see you there, I guess, you know, um, see you there. What should, what, what should they follow and like and leave reviews on, Raven? They should follow our Instagram, at Lumi and Fonts. They should follow our Twitter, at Lumi Fonts. Yeah. Right? They should follow. <laughs> I trust you that you know that you know our socials. They should send us emails at lumianfonts at gmail.com if they would like to tell us things that they really enjoyed about this episode. We are also open on all communications because, you know, hit us up on Instagram with the DM. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on Twitter with the DM. We'll get right back to you with a high five. And a smoochie what? face. What? No, you're... Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I you're, said it. You're, you're taking I things said to... It. Okay, so if you get a smiley face, it's me. If you get a smoochie face, that's Raven asking it's you honestly. It's me. Um, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I want to go see a movie. Um, <laughs> well, I, I I guess we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, when When's next week's episode coming out? Let me see. Let me let me check like I always do for I you guys. I believe it's the sixteenth. It is. It's the seventeenth. So, ooh, we'll see you guys then. Um, well, we won't see you. This is an auditory platform, but we'll 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 hear. You'll listen to us. <laughs> you'll we'll hear you next week. <laughs> you'll hear us next week <laughs> on the seventeenth. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>